I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A national plan for economic recovery beyond the COVID crisis has hurdled both chambers of Congress. Bayanihan 2 now awaits the signature of President Rodrigo Duterte. Speaking of misery, let's talk about your nurses. Meron ba talagang shortage? Sabi ng iba? It's actually a surplus. Should the government consider lifting the deployment ban for nurses who want to work abroad? Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. At ako si Inday Espina Varona. It's August 31. At ito ang Teka Teka, ang newscast para sa mga huli sa balita. Teka, teka, bago natin pag-usapan ang budget for 2021, breakdown natin ang Bayanihan 2. Yes, Rob, that's 160 billion pesos in aid for the ongoing health crisis. Pero alam mo, ang talagang tinatanong ng mga tao, the question on everyone's mind right now is, is this enough? Tama, because some economists say medyo maliit given yung magnitude ng economic problem. Our business correspondent, Janina Magundayaw, talks to our friends from Usapang Econ to help us put this budget into perspective. Robi Inday, kung tutuusin, eh, mataas pa nga yung 165.5 billion pesos na approved na amount ng economic rescue package kaysa dun sa mga earlier proposals. Kung matatandaan kasi natin, yung House of Representatives, ang gusto nilang i-allocate na tulong para sa mga naapektuhan itong COVID-19 pandemic ay eh, 162 billion pesos lang. Habang yung Senado naman, 140 billion pesos. Nung nakausap ko si JC Punong Bayan ng Usapang Econ about this, he gave me two ways to look at this aid package. So simulan natin dun sa pagko-compare nitong Bayanihan 2 dun sa Bayanihan 1. So yung Bayanihan 1 ay yung 275 billion pesos na nare-align from the national budget ng 2020 para maging ayuda sa mga tao simula nung March 2020 nung nagsimula yung lockdown. Kung ibabalik ka dun sa SAP, yung Social Amelioration Program, mm-hmm. yung kabuang halaga nun, yung dalawang buwan na yun ng SAP ay 200 billion na. <laughs> Tapos itong uh, Bayanihan 2 ay oh, hindi, hindi umabot ng 200 billion, in fact 165.5 billion lang. Ibig sabihin, itong kabuang economic rescue package ng gobyerno para sa lahat ng sektor ng ating ekonomiya, actually, hindi pa to sapat para sa dalawang buwan ng SAP. Ang kabuang inallocate para sa DSWD ay nasa 6 billion lang. So, so napakaliit talaga. The other way to look at Bayanihan 2 is to compare it with our economic losses dahil nga dito sa pandemya na kinaharap natin. Ito ulit si JC. Kaya... Maliit itong 165.5 billion dahil nga inaasahan pa natin na magkocontract pa yung ekonomiya natin for the rest of 2020. Aling sectors ba ang mabibiyaan ng ayuda mula sa batas na ito? Marami din mga sektor ang nabawasan pa yung ayuda na kailangan nila. So for example, yung sa tourism, 
na dati ay 10 billion pesos yung hinihingi nila pero bumaba yun sa 4 billion na explicitly nakalaan para sa tourism. Tapos yung sa transportation din, ang laki din ng naibawas dun. Dati ang gusto nila sana ay 21 billion pesos pero nauwi sa 9.5 billion yung uh, para sa mga programa ng Department of Transportation. And then, meron ding ayuda para sa DepEd do sa new normal pa, kasi magbubukas na ang uh, school year pero 4 billion na ibibigay para sa kanila. Napakahirap actually na gumawa ng isang COVID budget kasi ang dami mong mga sektor na kailangan na bantayan at ayudahan. Pero in terms of yung scale nitong Bayanihan 2, maliit. Tapos dun sa timing din, masyado ng late din kung tutuusin. Robi Inday, this week, sisimulang talakayin sa Kongreso yung 2021 budget. At sabi ng Philippine News Agency, nasa 4.5 trillion pesos ang proposed budget para sa susunod na taon. No? Mas malaki yan ng 10% kesa sa budget ngayong taon. Kasi balak nga nilang ang gastusin yung dagdag na pera para palakasin daw yung response ng Pilipinas sa COVID-19 pandemic. So, tututukan din natin yan. Maraming salamat, Janina Magundayaw. Rabbi, we know that until we lick this pandemic, we really can't recover. Now, we've hit the 200,000 mark for confirmed COVID cases here in the Philippines. So I just want to bring up this discussion about our frontliners. Kasi kulang na kulang daw talaga. And last week, Health Secretary Francisco Duque appealed to healthcare workers na mag-apply naman raw sa government's emergency hiring program. The Department of Health on Monday announced that the government is in need of 3,000 health workers in this fight against the coronavirus. So, ang tanong ko talaga is, wait a minute, we have all these nursing schools, so where have all our nurses gone? Hmm, Inday, and it was there actually in the webinar when he gave the announcement, pero... Here's the confusing bit. May surplus ng nurses, around 200,000 pa nga, based on government data. The pain point is in the high attrition rate, which means more nurses are leaving their jobs at medyo kaunti yung willing to fill up the vacant posts. Here's Duque. May surplus nga. Tama naman yung datos na 200,000. Nagiging problema talaga, according to some private hospitals, yung mga magagaling nila na pinipili ng kanilang mga employers abroad. Pero sa panahon ng COVID, if many of them are leaving, parang mahirapan naman ang taong bayan. Malacanang and the Department of Labor say the deployment ban will remain. Only nurses with overseas employment contracts and travel documents issued on or before March 8 can leave the country for overseas employment. Those without will have to stay in country. The DOH is now conducting an emergency hiring of healthcare workers. Officials say they will have benefits and compensation. The Bayanihan Act 2 promises more funding for healthcare frontliners. And yet some nurses still continue airing complaints about the deduction to their COVID hazard pay. Still on the topic of healthcare workers, Inday, we have heard stories of frontliners and politicians getting reinfected with COVID-19. So all of us are wondering, bakit nangyayari ito? Oo nga. At 
that's a question that we're asking because is this like dengue, which we know could be more dangerous the second time around? Is it the same for COVID? Let's ask our health correspondent, Josa Quinones. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Inday. Nakausap natin si Dr. Susi Pineda Mercado, isang strategic advisor for the International Federation of the Red Cross for COVID-19 in the Asia-Pacific region at Special Envoy of the President for Global Health Initiatives in the Philippines. Sa mga pag-aaral ngayon, nakita nila na may mga pasyente na gumaling sa COVID-19 na muling nagtetest positive at buwan ang pagitan ng kanilang reinfection. Pero ayon kay Doc Susie, pareho ang pinanggagalingan ng first infection at reinfection ng COVID-19. It's still through microdroplets that one would inhale from being in the presence of another person. Can the virus be asleep in your body and wake up? This part, we don't know. At hindi sapat ang RT-PCR test para malaman kung may reinfection nga ba. A reverse transcriptase polymerase chain reaction test can continue to be positive even up to 8 or 12 weeks after the first infection. It doesn't mean that The person has an active infection, but it does mean that this particular type of exam is so sensitive that it can pick up viral fragments. And therefore, the viral fragments are what is seen by the machine. Sa madaling sabi, maaaring makita ng RT-PCR machine ang mga luma ngunit hindi na nakakahawang parte ng coronavirus. There are blood tests that are quite sophisticated that uses what they call enzyme-linked immunoassays, that's your ELISA test. You take blood, you separate the plasma, and you try to see how much antibodies a person actually has. Ang mga test, tulad ng ELISA test, ay tinitingnan hindi ang virus, kundi ang antibody. Ang nilalabas ng katawan kapag nasesense nito na may virus sa loob ng katawan. Ang mga ganitong test ang ginagamit ng mga doktor sa mga nakarecover sa COVID upang malaman kung may sapat silang antibodies at pwedeng magamit ang plasma nila. I-assume nating nagka-infection ng isang pasyente. Para ba itong dengue na mas malala ang sintomas kapag naulit? I don't think we have enough information about whether or not the second infection is worse than the first one. Studies are needed to be able to document what happens to a person the second time around. May mga hindi man tayong alam tungkol sa reinfection, mag-ingat pa rin tayo at patuloy na mag-practice ng social distancing, frequent hand washing at pagsusuot ng face mask. Maraming salamat, Josa. Josa is also the producer of our segment COVID Corner. Ang topic po nila this week ay vaccines, ang inaasahang bakuna sa COVID-19. How far or how close are we to finally having a vaccine? At ano ba dapat pinag-iisipan pagka pinag-uusapan natin ng bakuna? Here's our conversation with genomic data scientist DJ Bandoy. Hindi natin magagarantihan na 100% effective kasi may iba't ibang constitution yung mga tao. So, ikaw may allergy ka sa ganitong bagay. Yung isa, hindi naman allergic. So, ito, hanggang hindi na test ng malawakan, hindi natin malalaman yon Kasi nga, for example, dinedevelop siya sa UK. Meron mga immunological differences between sa Pilipinas at sa mga nakatira doon sa bansa. Catch COVID Corner wherever you listen to podcasts.
bago tayo magtapos, Inday, let's play a game. Alam mo naman sa media, mahilig tayo sa soundbites. Can you guess who is speaking here? I put myself in their shoes and began to tell their stories. Nakurab, of course, kilala ko siya. I've followed her for a long time. And let me tell you, many, many of us women, as little girls say, I want to be her when I grow up. Friends, if you know the answer, message us on a Teka Teka Facebook page. And follow our page, Teka Teka, for more news. And Puma Podcast page for updates on our new podcast. Muli, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast, at ito po ang Teka Teka. At ako si Inday Espina Varona. Teka Teka is available on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. This episode was produced by our executive producer, Kat Ventura. It was edited by Mark Casillian. With reports from Janina Maugudayaw and Josa Quinones, maraming salamat po. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.